Welcome back, fight fans. Welcome back. Alexander Usyk beats Anthony Joshua. Shows how great he is. The man is an absolute beast and a monster. Much respect and much love to Alexander Usyk. And yes, he did it for the Ukraine. And I also want to give big props out to Anthony Joshua. You know, he might have lost his fight, but he's still an elite fighter, which is a which is a compliment to Alexander Usyk. I mean, think how great Usyk is. For Anthony Joshua, who's an elite fighter, to lose back-to-back to Usyk, that really shows you what level Usyk's on. And Anthony Joshua did make strategic improvements. I did like what Anthony Joshua did as far as the improvements, but he did not have the gas tank to beat Alexander Usyk. He simply didn't have it. I mean, the guy had a moment to press him, and he never did. And Anthony Joshua's gas tank was a major problem. The guy came in about four and a half pounds heavier this fight than he did the last fight. You can't put on weight in this type of fight. You need to be uh, more speedy, more elusive. Your endurance has to be high. You need to have a high work rate. You can't let Alexander Usyk outwork you. Your killer instinct depends on you having the same type of work rate. And for you to have that, you're going to have to drop some weight. You don't put on weight. When you have endurance issues, it simply doesn't make any sense. But I do commend Anthony Joshua. He did have some good, some good, um, some good points in the fight going after the body. But I was really disappointed with with his endurance, his gas tank, his game plan was working at points. But he never put on the killer instinct. He never put the foot on the gas. Never put his foot on this guy's neck. And I think that that was a major, major problem. And that could have been because he couldn't give him a sustained attack because he didn't have the gas tank to do it. I noticed in the corners in between rounds, Anthony Joshua was sitting down trying to conserve energy, but I didn't know his gas tank was that bad. I didn't know Usyk had him working that hard throughout the fight. And he never really went for any type of big shots until around the ninth round. You can't go the entire fight and really try to lay it all out on the table one time in 12 rounds. You're not going to beat a guy the level of Alexander Usyk doing that. It's just not going to happen. I think he's going to have a lot of regret after this fight. I think he's going to think about this. It's going to haunt him a little bit, but he's going to have to improve in those areas. Great fighters come back from these defeats. It's not over for Anthony Joshua. On the other hand, Alexander Usyk is looking to Tyson too fast, Fury. And I believe I was told uh, just a few minutes ago that Tyson Fury has put a message up on Instagram saying he's not retired in the fight that Usyk said right after the fight. He said he wants his Tyson Fury. He said if he doesn't fight Fury next, he don't want no other fight. And I agree. That's the fight everybody wants to see. That's the fight that needs to be made. Undisputed greatness. And a lot of people have been asking me, how do you see that fight playing out? Who are you picking in that fight? I have to pick Tyson too fast Fury. I think Fury has a high to reach advantage over Usyk. He's also elusive. He has elite footwork. He knows how to use his jab. He's a lot more herky-jerky than Anthony Joshua. I don't think he's going to have the same problems AJ is having. I also think that Usyk is going to give him problems as well. He's going to target Fury's body. He's going to be quick and speedy. But at the same time, Tyson Fury does still have power. And Tyson Fury has a full gas tank. You're not going to see him get winded against Alexander Usyk. That's going to be the main difference between Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury when they fight Usyk is that Tyson Fury will not get tired. He would be able to keep up a high work rate. And to beat a guy like Usyk, you need an extremely high work rate. You're not beating a guy this quick, this good, this crafty, if you do not have a high work rate. Now, I just want to uh, drop a few nuggets in here. And all I'm going to say, and no, it ain't McDonald's. 
Uh, but all I'm going to say is this. Here's a few nuggets. One, Callum Smith. Uh, he performed well tonight. And, you know, come in Callum Smith. A lot of people look at Callum Smith and only judge him off the Canelo Alvarez fight. But I'm going to tell you this. The guy was a World Boxing Super Series winner. Um, he was, you know, the number one fighter at 168 before Canelo Alvarez officially arrived. And now this is his second fight at 175. And he's has two knockouts in a row. Callum Smith is fully hydrated at the weight he needs to be at. I think Callum Smith is a is a problem for this division. I really do. Big Bang Zang, I think they kind of robbed him a little bit, but you could also argue a close fight is not a robbery. So I'm not mad if you don't feel like that. I don't think Hergovich really edged the fight. I really gave it to Zang by a round or maybe two. But, you know, it is what it is. This is boxing. Those things happen. But, you know, the interesting thing is, and here's here's the Alexander Usyk uh, quote from Tyson Fury. He says, I'm sure that Tyson Fury is not retired. I'm convinced he wants to fight me. I want to fight him. If I'm not fighting Tyson Fury, I'm not fighting at all. And and look, that at the end of the day, that's the fight everybody wants to see. And and think about what what this would do for boxing. Anthony Joshua, a lot of people saying, where does he go from here? What does he do next? I think Anthony Joshua did make improvements. I think he did look better. But endurance is one thing he's going to have to work on. You're not going to win every fight by knockout. You're going to have to learn that. You're going to have to learn. You're going to have to drop those muscles down some and stop looking for the knockout blow. Sometimes in some fights against fighters like this, finesse is going to be better. With Andy Ruiz in the rematch, it made sense for him to box around and get the victory that way. With Usyk, he's too quick, too fast, too skilled. High IQ is way too high. So I think for Anthony Joshua at this level against a guy like that in, in those type of styles, you know, Anthony Joshua is going to need to drop a lot of muscle mass. So he's more agile. So his gas tank is up. Work rate is the key for Anthony Joshua. Work rate, body shots, and combination punching. Those are the keys for Anthony Joshua. We didn't see a lot of combination punching. We saw body shots, but we did not see a sustained attack because he did not have the gas tank for that. And I think Anthony Joshua, the key for him going forward in any fights against anybody is going to be gas tank. Because I tell you what, if I'm any other fighter, I'm just looking to wear Anthony Joshua down until I can get him a position of vulnerability. That's all I'm looking for if I'm another heavyweight. Now, that's no no shade or diss on Anthony Joshua. He's still a lead. He's still a beast. And Anthony Joshua will still beat maybe 90% of the heavyweights out here. I don't like the Anthony Joshua disrespect about that. But one bone I have to pick with Anthony Joshua is this. And this is my problem with AJ. And AJ, I got a lot of love for you. I got a lot of respect for you. You've done a lot of great things, and he's already a Hall of Famer. No doubt about it. But one problem I have with Anthony Joshua is this. It's the fact that he took the mic after the fight and didn't allow Usyk to talk. Sometimes you have to take your losses like you take your win, like a man. You did not take this loss too well because you took the mic. You went on a long speech. You ran off at the mouth with a long soliloquy. No one wants to hear that. People want to hear from the winner. People want to talk to the winner. People want to see what he wants to do next. AJ, there's going to have your time where you can go in, do your interview, and say what you're going to do next, how you're going to rebuild, how you're going to improve, and how you're going to go forward. And nobody's hating on Anthony Joshua from any other perspective. It's just that be a gracious loser, accept defeat like a man, and move on. The only problem I have, though, is that he took that mic, and it's Usyk's moment. you got to give a winner his moment. Now, Anthony Joshua, on the other hand, wouldn't it be great if he fought Deontay Wilder? And you see Deontay Wilder took the Twitter like the idiot that he is, comes out. And this is the problem I have with Deontay Wilder. Takes the Twitter, said, oh, Anthony Joshua knew he was going to lose, so his team reached out to me. So you just admitting you ducked another fight? 
We already know you admitted you ducked the first AJ fight. Now you're talking about you ducked another one. You remember Eddie Hearn said he didn't hear back from Wilder's team. If you got an opportunity to fight Anthony Joshua, why are you not negotiating? Why are you not talking? Whether he wins or loses, you said you wanted that fight. So what's the problem? What's the problem? You just want to trash talk this man any and every chance you get. This is why people don't like Deontay Wilder. I mean, not only the fact that he was twerking in the street after his loss to Tyson Fury, not only after the fact that he said somebody spiked his water, his his ring uh, walk-in costume was too heavy, the ref tried to cheat him. I mean, the guy had every excuse in the book. Fury had loaded gloves, glove gate. I mean, the excuses with Deontay Wilder literally were endless. The man is one of the most delusional fighters on the face of the earth, and it's disgusting. And I think a lot of guys are pumping up Deontay Wilder, kissing his ass, and I don't really see it. I mean, the man was knocked out brutally twice. And if you're honest, Tyson Fury outboxed and whooped his ass in the first fight. If we're being honest and unbiased about it, I think guys are giving Deontay Wilder way too much credit when he hasn't proven he can beat a top heavyweight. Anthony Joshua has proven he can beat top heavyweights. Anthony Joshua has proven he can be competitive with top heavyweights. Deontay Wilder has only proven that he got his ass whooped by Tyson Fury multiple times. He does not show a competitiveness in fights against top fighters like Tyson Fury. I mean, if we're honest, he was just waiting for one shot against Luis Ortiz. He really was getting outboxed the whole fight. Luis Ortiz got tired, and then he hit him with the right hand, and the fight was over. And this is a 40,000-year-old ancient alien mummy. I'm not into giving Deontay Wilder too much credit, but enough of him. I digress. Let's get back to Oslander Usyk. And I'm going to tell you this. Oslander Usyk is a once-in-a-generational type of fighter. He's not the kind of guy you're going to see Every generation. The guy was undisputed at cruiserweight, moved up to heavyweight. He has all the belts, including the Raymond, except the WBC. Imagine if this man goes undisputed in back-to-back weight classes. Someone asked me earlier today, and they said, hey, is Oleksandr Usyk the king of the Ukraine? Is it him or Vasil Lomachenko? While I think Vasil Lomachenko is a beast, I think Vasil Lomachenko is a monster. I think he's elite. You can't compare him to Oleksandr Usyk. Usyk was undisputed. Not only was he undisputed, he went up in weight, fought an elite fighter, and beat him twice. And that's not to say, you know, people say, oh, Joshua's not this. He's still an elite fighter. You can't take that credit away from Usyk. I don't understand why people try to hate on a guy by discrediting one guy. Give both of these guys their props, but understand that Usyk is just simply a -a once-in-a-generational type of fighter. You don't see a lot of guys like Usyk. You don't see that level of, of boxing and intelligence and IQ like you see in Usyk all the time. The guy is truly a special fighter. And all I'm going to say is this. In my opinion, I have Oleksandr Usyk pound for pound, number one on my pound for pound uh, list. I think Usyk is, is a rare fighter. And AJ, he's still, in my eyes, he's still a championship elite level fighter. He's still a top 20 heavyweight of all time. And he has nothing to be ashamed about in his career. He's still an elite fighter. He showed a lot of hearts, and his game plan was working. He just could not commit with a sustained attack. That was simply it. But if you're asking me, is it over for Anthony Joshua? No, it's not. He can bounce back for this. He can rebuild, but he's going to have to understand you can't fight all these different styles one way. You're going to have to drop those muscles so you can have more oxygen. You know, muscles in your body, a lot of people don't understand, requires oxygen. You need more oxygen. You got to understand, dude. 
You can't be huffing and puffing. You can't go in there looking tired. He was basically defenseless the last few rounds because he really wasn't putting up much of a fight or an attack to Usyk. Usyk was basically hitting him at will at that point because AJ had slowed down. Even towards the end of the fight, maybe the last five rounds, Anthony Joshua was no longer bending his knees, bouncing his leg, moving back and forth with his defense. He was too tired. The number one thing that Anthony Joshua has to work on is his endurance. Nothing else. We know you got power. We know you can box. And we know that there was a chance he could have beat Usyk tonight. But you're not going to do that, and you're not going to beat a truly great fighter if your endurance is not up to par. That is one fatal flaw that you cannot have, AJ. Please listen to me. And I'm going to tell you this. If anybody's listening to me from Anthony Joshua's camp, I'll tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Bring me in the camp, and I'll, and I'll explain this to you. I'll show it to you. And when, when you get on the winning road, you'll understand. You're not going to beat great fighters with endurance issues. You're just not going to do that. I understand it's the heavyweight division, but we live in a different era. We live in an era where guys are using their, you know, their footwork, their speed, even in the heavyweight division, to their advantage. You see smaller heavyweights doing impressive things. And Fury is massive, but yet he's just as agile as Alexander Usyk. So, Anthony Joshua, everywhere you turn, let's say, you know, let, let's just theorize here. And here's a theory. Let's say Tyson Fury fights Usyk for undisputed, and let's say he beats him. I don't know if this will happen. I'm just theorizing. And Anthony Joshua gets a chance at undisputed, his dream against Tyson Fury. He's still a massive payday. How are you going to beat Fury if you have endurance problems? How are you going to beat Fury if you can't get your work rate up because you have endurance problems? These are the type of guys you have to hunt down the entire fight and you cannot get tired. Your gas tank cannot run out. That just simply cannot happen at this level of boxing. And, you know, I think Anthony Joshua has a lot of potential, has a lot of abilities, and I understand he did not have a long amateur career. I understand all of that. But if he wants to improve, the one thing that he really has to fix is that gas tank. Similar to Canelo Alvarez with Dimitri Baval moving up to 175, if your gas tank is not on point, you are not going to win against elite competitors. You may get away with that with, you know, good fighters, but you're not going to get away with that with a truly great fighter like Oleksandr Usyk, like Tyson Fury. Those guys are simply too good. When you look at Deontay Wilder, I don't think, uh, you know, Anthony Joshua needs a full gas tank against a guy like that because I think Anthony Deontay Wilder, first of all, makes way too many mistakes. So I think as long as Anthony Joshua's defense and his head movement and his bouncing is good, I think he knocks out Wilder quick and easy within the first six rounds. But the only problem I have with AJ is your endurance needs to be up to par. I think he proved tonight that he had a chin. A lot of guys said he didn't have a chin. He was going to get slapped by Usyk. He didn't. He went, uh, you know, 24 rounds with Usyk, never got uh, dropped, never got knocked out, nothing like that. He got up from Klitschko. I don't know where this myth he doesn't have a chin. When he fought Andy Reese, he got up four times and the ref waved it off. He wasn't asleep on the canvas. So let's give Anthony Joshua some credit and much, much love and respect to Usyk in the Ukraine. The man is a truly great fighter. He's truly elite, and you don't see too many fighters like that at all. Once again, this is the IBFP, the landlord boxing nuke in the building. And look, let's take this podcast all the way to the top, number one, period. And if you're looking for daily uploads, check me out on YouTube. Uh, all you have to do is search the IBFP Boxing. You'll find my channel. Um, I'm pretty much upload daily. If you have any questions or, you know, requests, you can hit me up on Twitter at IBFP Boxing and just DM me. My DM is open. So you can DM me if you have any questions. 
um, offers, sponsorships, anything like that. You can reach out to me on Twitter with any questions. Typically, I do a Q&A once a week. Uh, once again, it's the IBFP because men lie, women lie, but the facts don't lie.